0: Well, I want to get to the word today. I, uh, I want to start. Uh, there's a new series I'm starting called Air Force, and I want to read a portion of scripture found in the book of Matthew chapter number 26, beginning at verse number 36. Matthew 26, beginning at verse 36, and it says this. It says, then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him and he began to be sorrowful and troubled then he said to them my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death stay here and keep watch with me going a little further he fell down to his face on the ground and prayed my father if it's possible may this cup be taken from me yet not as I will but as you will Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to them, couldn't you keep watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you will not fall into temptation. I want to talk from this subject in our time together today wake up the watchman (sighs) wake up the watchman I want to leap into this lesson uh, by reminding some and informing others listen to me that there is no advancement without investment the apostle Paul puts forth this principle culture calls it a number culture and various religions use different words to describe this universal law Paul calls it sowing and reaping you get out what you put in in other words if we want to win in any area of life we must understand that winning requires work This is the way the scriptures frame it. James says, even if you have faith. James says, faith. He said, even if you got faith, I got faith. James says, faith without works is dead. Being alone. Being alone. What being alone? Faith being alone. Meaning faith don't work without work. As a matter of fact, what James is saying that the James is saying the way you know your faith is working is that you're working. This is because if you really believe something, that belief is going to produce a corresponding action called works. Come on now. So work is one of the ways I know my faith is working. And work is also one of the ways I work my faith. So I just came to tell you, even in this introduction, if you believe in for it, work on it. If you're believing for the breakthrough work on it. If you're believing for the open door, work on it. If you're believing for the contract, work on it. If you're believing for the marriage, work on it. If you're believing for healing, work on it. If you're believing for wholeness, work on it. If you're believing for freedom, work (laughs) on it. If you're believing for greater, work on it. So whenever you get the WYD text just respond I'm working they got it on this side I'm gonna say it one more time when you get that text out of the blue late at night WYD tell it working working to go to the next level working to be who God's called me to be working into stepping into my new season and my next I'm working. Before Adam got Eve, God gave him work. (laughs) What happened in the Garden of Eden didn't produce work. It changed work. God says the stuff that would have come easier now comes by the sweat of your brow. So what does that mean Dr. Darris? It means then that it is not just important to work. It's also important to know the way to work. Now, now, Now here's a cultural colloquialism. Here's a phrase that we hear frequently. Hard work pays off maybe come on let's reframe and rephrase it right work did you hear what I just said I said right work pays off because it's possible to work hard and not work right and is there anybody in a season of your life where you are sick and tired of wasting time working on something that's not working if I'm gonna work on this I want it to work so Lord show me how to work right because I'd rather work right than spend all this time working hard and working hard not producing any results I can work strong and work wrong. So I want to spend the next few weeks not just encouraging you to work for what you're believing for. I want to spend the next few weeks instructing you on how to work for what you're believing for because just because I'm working hard doesn't mean I'm working right are y'all ready for this are you sure you're ready okay here it is now here it is this is something that culture misses but people who are in the kingdom get working the right way requires working in two realms. (laughs) They did. (laughs) I say culture people just who are in culture, non-religious or carnal people, people who are religious but influenced more by culture than by kingdom principles. They won't get this. They'll work hard but they'll just work in one realm. working by the sweat of their brow. Destroying their soul trying to reach their goals. Saying things like I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, if you don't sleep, you're gonna be dead quicker. See? No, no, no. Come on. Come on. Making you think if you're going to build an empire, you got to destroy your castle the devil is a liar. My God is not this or that. He's this and that. I can have everything he got for me. Y'all not talking to me. You can have adult marriage and a dope business. You can pray and get paid. Y'all not talking to me. You can be productive in the day and have peace at night. just because they can't don't mean you can because you understand something they don't understand that working the right way requires working in two realms (laughs) see there's a natural realm which is the realm that I can see And then that's what we call a spiritual realm here it is the apostle Paul in the book of Ephesians calls it high places or heavenly places so when he's saying heavenly he doesn't mean just high he he's talking about a realm where things exist that are outside the five senses and you you have to believe now I mean you can't be we can't be just coming through a pandemic and you not believe that what happens intangibly affects you tangibly. Like like you can't come through a... I'm not even talking theologically here, I'm just talking logically. You can't come through a pandemic and not believe that there are things I can't see that affect things I can see. Because nobody's ever seen COVID. Why are y'all so quiet? Put some fire in the chat in the, online. Why are y'all so quiet? I said no one's ever seen COVID. You haven't seen COVID. You don't know what COVID looks like. You've only seen the symptoms of COVID. You've only seen the results of COVID. But it's something you can't see. Affecting something you can see. You've never seen the flu. So it's logical to believe that there are things that I can't see. That affect things that I can see. So if I'm going to work right, I can't just work in the natural realm. I also got to work in the spiritual realm. If I'm going to work right, I've got to do more than have a strong ground game. If I'm gonna work right, I gotta have a strong air force. See, a ground game is talking to them about their issues, using the air force. Is talking to God about them. Ground game is talking to the doctor about the diagnosis. Air Force is talking to God about the doctor. Ground game is talking to people about the problem. Air Force is talking to your problems about your God. See, I'm losing some of you, and I'm just trying to get some of you to see why your work isn't working. You are working hard, but you're only working in one realm. You talking to your spouse. But in order for your spouse to be open for you to talk to them, you got to start talking to God about- You are talking to your children, but they are stubborn and obstinate and not open and and, and and volatile and resistant. That's ground game. Don't lose the ground game. Keep talking to them, but start working in the air. Because God can get through to them in a way you can't get through to them. Come on now. You've been working hard and interviewing and you've been trying to get some open doors and you believe there's more for you but you've got people on the other side of those doors that are intimidated by you and they don't want to see you succeed. They don't want to see you prosper and they low-key hating and, and throwing shade and trying to stop you from getting where God wants you to be. So instead of trying to talk to them about who you are start talking to your God sometimes you just got to walk away and tell them I'll be back later they don't even know you ain't stopping working you starting to work cause you're going to another realm. you're working in a spiritual place don't speak to your neighbor but just declare this out loud and in the chat say I'm getting ready to work I'm getting ready to work I just realized I've been working hard but I've been working in one realm. I've just been marketing, I've been grinding, I've been interviewing, I've been promoting but now I realize and recognize that I got to work in another realm because I need some outside assistance. I got a ground game. But I need an Air Force. See, some people have an Air Force, they don't have a ground game. They pray, they have no plan. They're spiritual, they have no strategy. But the spirit, the attitudinal disposition of this age is a spirit of grinding. That's all the messages that are coming from the marketplace. Which is why I'm going to do a teaching on that. I got to do a Joseph Summit so I can talk about the concept of the marketplace and its relation to Areopolis and, and how, how business was being transacted and philosophy was going on and the philosophy was impacting the business and the business was impacting the philosophy. And a lot of people's life philosophy is coming out of business influencers. So people who build well but don't live well are telling you how to live. And you're following the examples of people, you want their money, but you really don't want their life. (laughs) Need Air Force and the ground game. And I'm telling you, we gotta work in both realms. What am I calling you to? I'm calling you to a spiritual discipline, a spiritual habit called prayer. Prayer is one of the ways you work in the other realm. You're planning on the ground for the things you can see, for the things you can control, but you're praying in the air for the things you can't see and you can't control you can control how you talk to someone you can't control if they listen you can control how you interview you can't control if they hire you can control your performance you can't control if they promote you so did you hear what i just said so working on the things you can control that's ground game but then recognizing there are things that i need to fall into place for me to be successful that I cannot control that's Air Force it's prayer what is it Dr. Darius it's oral I updated the definition guys this is an adapt- adaptation of a Tony Evans des- definition it is oral watch this written that's the Psalms some of the psalms are prayers he wrote them down I used to think that if it if it was written down it wasn't spirit-led well why can't the same spirit that lead me when I'm speaking lead me when I'm writing what what about the people that can't speak so it's oral Written or mental. I'm speaking verbally, I'm writing visibly, or I'm thinking internally. See, so, can I go here? Some of us aren't using this weapon of prayer because we've been subliminally taught that if you don't use the weapon the way everybody else used the weapon, you're not using the weapon right are y'all ready are y'all ready for this y'all not ready this well I'm going there if you're ready here it is I'm going if we're ready or not the way some people's mind is set up prayer on their knees don't work for them see see how tight it got that's a religious spirit I'm breaking it though I said it doesn't work for them because just because you on your knees doesn't mean your heart is humble you can lay on your face man looks at the outward appearance but God looks at the heart Some people, the way God, the way I'm wired, I can sit and read a book all day. So I can sit on my knees and pray all day because that's the way I'm wired. But I know people that aren't wired that way. God didn't make them that way. They're creatives and they're inspirational. They got to walk and pray. Y'all not talking to me. You didn't hear what I just said. And some of the matriarchs in the faith, some of my mothers and grandmothers, they saved your life. Not because they were kneeling and praying. They were walking around the kitchen. Praying over you. You got to customize this based on how God has wired you because that's the only way you're going to do it consistently. You're inconsistent because it's not customized. is all written or mental communication with God the father in the name of Jesus the son with the assistance of the Holy Spirit it's an invitation for divine intervention it doesn't notify God of a need it expresses your dependency it is the articulation of your openness for his involvement you're saying you invited here has anybody ever asked you why you was not at such and such and you was like you didn't invite me I'm telling you sometimes you're like God why you was not at such and such he's like you didn't invite me If you want my involvement extend an invitation this is the way James puts it you have not (laughs) because you ask not your wishes are your responsibility God's will is his responsibility if it's not in his will he's not gonna give it to you so stop trying to figure out on the front end all of whether or not it's in his will go ahead and ask him for it and if it's in his will he'll give it to you and if it's not in his will he won't listen to me and I'm telling you guys this is not just I'm not just teaching you that prayer is calling on God. I'm teaching you that prayer is part of your calling. Listen to me. It's not an accessory. It's an accessory, it's a necessity. I'm telling you, if you missing this, you missing something. And what's scary is, what you miss with prayer, you never see. Did you hear what I just said? That's what scary is, if you're missing this, you're missing something, but you don't know what you're missing. God's like, it was stuff I, w- I was ready to do. But you had too much faith in yourself to ask. <laughs> I'm gonna say that one more time. He, he's saying, he's saying there, there are some things that I wanted to do and I would have done but you had too much faith in you to ask so I had to let you see the limitations of you God's like I'm honored by the ask you ask me I'm honored by the ask is certain people if you need something you know who not to call Y'all, I wanna wanna see if somebody, maybe somebody in Change Global will get that. I'm gonna say that one more time. I say, if there are certain things you need, you know who not to call. Because you know they don't have the ability or the willingness to help you. But whenever you ask somebody, your asking is an indication that you believe they got the ability and the willingness to make it happen. So when you ask God for something, that's your way of saying to him, I know you able. Don't you mess with me this I know who not to call, but I know who to call. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just a church boy. I ain't never been in the streets. I've been in church all my life. So it's sometimes I just got to go old school because I grow up, I grew up old school. I'm sorry. Jesus is on. The main line. Tell him what you want. Y'all, y'all, not y'all, that's too old school for some of you. Call him up. All right, can I have four more minutes? Cause I'm, I'm way behind schedule. If I'm missing this, I'm missing something. Cause you have to work in both rounds. Your business should be bathed in prayer. Haya. I said it should be bathed in prayer covered in prayer protected by prayer you should be calling clients in see no 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 see y'all miss what I just see see marketing that's ground game but prayer that's air game you start calling them in This is an irreplaceable asset that you have to have to maximize your potential. I don't care how successful you are, if you're missing this, you're missing something. You just don't know what you're missing. And this is why the enemy is after this. This is why he makes it hard to do this. This is why he attacks your schedule every time you try to prioritize this because he knows this the only thing they missing they got the grind they got the giftedness they got the ability they got the anointing but if I can disrupt this area of their life I disrupt their assignment because I disrupt their sight cause prayer doesn't just help you hear prayer Help you see I got to go I said it help you see I said it helps you see and this is why there's a word that the Old Testament uses to describe people who embrace this mandate and this burden of prayer the word that the Old Testament uses to describe people who get this is a word called watchman in Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 16 Ezekiel says at the end of seven days the word of the Lord came to me and said son of man I have made you a watchman For the people of Israel in Hosea chapter 9 verse 8 it says the prophet along with my God is the watchman over Ephraim Uh, Isaiah chapter 62 uh, verse 6 says I have this my scripture right here y'all I need after I get through reading this I want every intercessor to give him a praise wait till I finish I want every praying mother to give him a praise wait till I finish I want every person that's married to somebody that need a breakthrough I want you to shout after this but wait till I finish I I want everybody that's waiting on a business to get off the ground and you know you're dealing with spiritual warfare when I get to reading this just, just what he said I have set watchmen on your walls O Jerusalem they shall never hold their peace day or night you who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent give him no rest give him no rest no rest no rest say God every time you turn around I'm gonna be calling your name every time I wake up I'm gonna talk to you about my children before I go to sleep at night I'm gonna talk to you about my business I'll give you no rest. I'm done can I have four more minutes I'm done. Here it is. <laughs> listen, listen. listen. See you see, that during biblical days when you said watchmen, they knew what you meant. We don't necessarily understand it. We have technology. We have satellites and cameras and drones. They didn't have that. So in biblical days, they would have elevated booths or towers and they would assign somebody to go. (laughs) They would assign somebody to go to the watchtower. And their responsibility was to see and if they saw enemy armies getting in close proximity to the base the watchman would see it before everybody else saw it not because he had better eyes not because he was special but because he knew how to get in position so there are some stuff that they were not surprised by and they were prepared for because the watchman saw it coming and some of us lost some battles we weren't prepared for because we didn't listen to mama watchman daddy watchman grandmama watchman grandfather watchman who saw something coming you couldn't see And they was like no 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 don't date him baby something something no 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 don't 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 do that because the watchman could see it before others could see it and God used that metaphor to describe what he wanted Israel to do spiritually he's like what that watchman does naturally I want you to do spiritually he has to go up to see but you go down to see and there are some things you'll see coming beforehand that you could be prepared for there are trends you'll see coming Explosive churches, explosive businesses, explosive families get ahead of a trend. Y'all missed it. They're right on the head of a trend. I'm done, Tariyah. Uh, but something's happened. I ain't even got to my text. I'm done but something's happened sometimes those watchmen will fall asleep they will be sleep on their post And they weren't responsible for seeing everything, but they were responsible for seeing a certain jurisdiction. And if they didn't see for their army, nobody did. So people suffered when the watchman slept. Others were impacted when the watchman slept. Jesus himself needed a watchman (laughs) he goes to the garden of Gethsemane he is overwhelmed with sorrow and with stress and he brings his mentees with him his trusted mentees his inner circle Peter James and John and he says I want y'all to watch and pray with me and he's stressed and he's overwhelmed and he's wrestling with anxiety and the people he needed and he wanted to support him spiritually he's like I don't need you to go to the cross for me I just need you to watch and pray and he comes out and they sleep the enemy has put watchmen we sleep there is no prayer culture we sleep and here's my question who's not prepared for attack cause you sleep see a watchman had a jurisdiction you have a jurisdiction and if you don't watch for yours who watching? No, no. I want. If, if you're a parent, if you're a parent, wave at me in the chat and wave at me here. If you're a parent, now let me ask you something. If you don't pray for your children, who pray for them? Y'all miss what I just said. Who, I know there are people telling you they're praying for them, and there might be one or two praying for them, but people aren't praying for them. So if you don't watch for them, who's watching? If you're not praying for your church, do you think people who don't go to it praying for it? If you don't pray for your pastor, just cause other people listening to him don't mean they praying for him. But if you're not saying, Lord, keep them healthy, keep them strong, rebuke the devil, keep his name clean, keep them walking in influence, God, protect this family, the blood covers his children. God, I'm desperate for you, lost without you. I know you got a strong ground game, and I'm not knocking your hustle. I grind. I get it. I come from a family of grinders. I get it, but ground game alone don't work. You need Air Force. trying to wake up the watchman in you say you got a jurisdiction and you give me no rest until I establish Jerusalem as a praise in the earth I feel faith rising right now right now in the privacy of your own heart online and in this room right now right now in the privacy of your own heart just let God wake up the watchman in you some of you feel stirred to pray right now for your jurisdiction you just feel it welling up on the inside of you whether it's oral whether it's written or whether it's mental come on just take a moment right now as the church and pray over your children, over your family, over your parents—that's your jurisdiction. Over your company—that's your jurisdiction. How da da? Over your mind. Nobody knows what's going on in your mind, but you and God. Father, we thank you now that you're waking up watchmen all over the world that are going to take responsibility for their jurisdiction those areas that you've given us stewardship over, give us the grace to stay on the wall and to persevere in prayer. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands, everybody.